0: Welcome to the sermon podcast of Grace Episcopal Church in Newton, Massachusetts for Sunday, April 10th, 2022, Palm Sunday, Sunday of the Passion. I'm Regina Walton, pastor and rector of Grace Church. And this year, the reading of the Passion Gospel is from the Gospel according to Luke. Thanks for listening. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be found acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Thank you to our readers uh, for that very moving reading of the Passion. I recently watched a sketch from Saturday Night Live, where Kate McKinnon was the host of a post COVID game show called Is Your Brain Okay? (laughs) And the contestants had to answer simple questions, all things that they easily would have known before March of 2020, identifying uh, objects, remembering the names of former college roommates, naming the day of the week that it was, etc. cetera. And um, that was the game show and they couldn't do it. It was a very funny sketch with, uh, with an unfunny point. We may be hopefully out of the worst of the pandemic, but our brains, for a lot of reasons, are not okay. And if our brains are not okay, then by extension, we are not okay. Our brains are not okay, and our world is not okay either. The war in Ukraine and the rise of global authoritarianism, alarming developments related to climate change much faster than even scientists had expected, continued political polarization in our country. as the rights of people of color, women, LGBTQ people, especially trans people, are under daily attack. Young people and many adults are struggling with unprecedented levels of mental illness and depression. How do we enter into Holy Week this year when our brains are not okay? The Apostle Paul writes in his letter to the Philippians that we heard let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus in a few short lines Paul summarizes everything that Jesus was and what he came to earth to do and God's response to his self-offering this year of all years is perhaps the year that we would just like to skip over this day uh, directly to Easter Sunday. And this year, of all years, is perhaps when we need Holy Week the most. We have a Savior who was no stranger to suffering, no stranger to living within the systems of a broken and unjust world. We're called to walk the way of the cross with him for our own redemption, our own healing, our own participation in the eternal life that God offers to us. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. This year we heard Luke's version of the Passion. Each evangelist tells the story of Jesus' final days a little bit differently. Luke's aim is to show us the mind of Christ as he approaches his death that we might come to believe. Sitting at the table with his disciples sharing the Passover meal, Jesus institutes the sacrament of communion. And in Luke, immediately after he does this, the disciples continue their ongoing argument about who among them is the greatest, continuing to the very end their tradition of cosmically missing the point. And Jesus responds to their stupid dispute by saying, but I am among you as one who serves. He condemns the imperial system of the Romans that is based on patrons and benefactors, service rendered only out of self-interest. And he says, I am among you as one who serves. To serve others without hope of gain or increased status is to have the mind of Christ. After the meal, Jesus goes, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives to pray. He prays so intently that Luke says that his sweat is like drops of blood. He prays that he might not undergo such a shameful death. And then he adds, not my will, but yours be done. To pray this prayer ourselves is to pray with the mind of Christ. It's no easy prayer to pray. But to pray it is to trust in the will of God for our lives, to trust fully in God's love for us no matter the circumstances, to trust that whatever happens to us, God is with us. And I'd forgotten that in Luke's account of uh, Jesus praying on the Mount of Olives, that an angel comes to him and encourages him. And uh, I think that's such a wonderful part of this story, that even Jesus sometimes needs encouragement um, that he can't find within himself and that God is faithful and sends him the encouragement that he needs. After Jesus is arrested, bounced back and forth between the assembly of the elders, Pilate and Herod, led away and crucified, Jesus prays another prayer. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Jesus not only forgives his torturers himself, but he pleads on their behalf to God. He forgives them while they are still in the act of crucifying him. It's very hard to imagine following Jesus in this way, forgiving those who cause us grievous harm, or who are causing grievous harm all over the world. Um, recently, uh, a, a Grace member asked me, uh, you know, wanted spiritual counsel from me about how to not hate Vladimir Putin so much. And I said, you know, I'm Ukrainian. You you might want to ask another priest. (laughs) It's something that I struggle with, too, that seeing what happened to my own family um, happening again so many years later. Um, Jesus is somehow able to forgive those who are causing such grievous harm. But it's not easy. And I don't think... It happens for most of us instantly. But we can pray to have the mind of Christ, and we can pray that someday we'll have within ourselves the power to forgive those who have wronged us and who are causing harm throughout the world. In all the Gospels, Jesus is crucified between the two thieves, but only in Luke does he have a conversation with them. One of them uses his last gasps of breath to insult Jesus. But the other thief begs him, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he responds, truly I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. Even on the cross, Jesus has compassion on those that he is with. He's still concerned with reconciling people to God minutes before his own death. The mind of Christ is the mind of compassion Finally, Jesus speaks his last words before he dies. In other versions of the gospel, he says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? From Psalm 22, which we read on Good Friday. But in Luke's gospel, Jesus' last prayer is from Psalm 31. And he says, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And that verse continues, For you have redeemed me, O Lord, O God of truth. Jesus, who lived his whole life through the lens of scripture, who made the language of the Bible his own, at the last entrusts himself to God's mercy in the words of the Psalms. To have the mind of Christ is to look for guidance and hope and wisdom in the words of the Bible. At the end, it was these words that Jesus chose as he was letting go of his earthly life and was looking towards his return to God. This Holy Week, we walk the way of sorrows with our Lord in a world that is sorrowing and deeply grieving. As we do this, we pray that God will grant us the mind of Christ, that we can live our lives as people who serve, who pray, who are able to let go of hatred and are granted the strength to forgive, who have compassion on others, and at the last who entrust ourselves to God's ultimate mercy and love. Just before the start of Lent, I mentioned in my sermon um, a wonderful documentary called Bending the Ark about the life of Dr. Paul Farmer and the founders of Partners in Health in Haiti. In these difficult times, uh, God hasn't yet sent an angel to encourage me uh, the way he does to Jesus in the garden, but I have been finding inspiration in the lives of those who are still able to serve, love, reject hatred, forgive, have compassion, and pray and trust in God. Even when we ourselves struggle to do those things, we can seek out the example of those who are able, and we can allow God to speak to us that way. God can speak to us through Netflix. God can, and that documentary is on Netflix. If you wanna watch it this week, uh, it's a good thing to watch during Holy Week, and it's called Bending the Ark. Jesus did not come to Earth for people who were okay, for people whose brains were okay. Jesus came to be with us in our suffering, in our brokenness, and to show us the path away from the death-dealing powers of this world towards eternal life with God. And he said that we could begin to have this in this life. As we walk with him this holy week, may our share in his sufferings lead us to Easter healing, Easter love, Easter hope, and Easter peace. In God's name, amen.